Welcome, I'm Luca Reedy, the host of the Feeling Alive podcast. Thank you for being here. Look, I'm going to be straight up honest here. Right now, we are a race desperately seeking fulfillment and truth in our life. And I, for one, have been in the depths of emptiness myself. And let me tell you this, it can get dark down there, but you can get out of it. So I've made it my mission to bring you guests that are inspiring, thought-provoking, and even radical in their belief systems, which are going to leave you feeling empowered, fulfilled, and ready to leap into your true self. It's time to awaken to a new way of being. Your true potential exists right now. You only need to go and find it. Welcome back to another episode of Feeling Alive with Luca Reedy. I am here in Bali with this beautiful human, Victoria Borman. Borman or Bowman? Now, this is something that we've been arguing about. Who has been arguing about Me, it? Me, Danielle. Me and Danielle. <laughs> like, okay, well, what did you say it was? Borman. There you go. Okay. Nailed it. Has anyone ever called you Bowman? Yeah, I get all kinds of stuff. Bowman, Bowman, Bowman. It all goes for me, really. Vic Bow? Vic Bow, there you go. Vic Bow, there you go. <laughs> now, I'm here with Victoria Bowman, the co-founder of the O2 Awakening, which is helping activate and awaken with the breath people on a global scale, which is very important. Um, she's a powerful life coach, which I think is almost a privilege to work with her now because of hot demand. And her, I would say, I've done the recon on you, and I would say that you're really passionate about helping people find their mission Mm -hmm. and finding a life of service, which is beautiful. And that's mainly through, well, one, probably through your My Mission Roadmap Mm -hmm. online program, Mm -hmm. which Danielle, my beautiful girlfriend, has done and loved. Mm -hmm. We'll talk about that in a little second. Mm -hmm. And what we're really going to be talking about today is true Mm self-expression. So, like I said, I did some recon on you and because, honestly, like, this is a... I'm very honored to be here in your presence. Like I said to you yesterday, we bumped into each other. Like, it's just really nice to be in your energy. And I, would act, I wouldn't be surprised if there's a lot of people wanting to hang out with you a lot of the time because of that. It's like a natural magnet, mm-hmm. a healing magnet. And so I was putting in a lot of effort to make sure that this is like putting a lot of energy to make sure that I get the goods out of you for the listeners in the time that we have together. And so when I was going through your Instagram, I was looking, if you look on the web app, right, you can actually just hover over and you can see the most likes and the most engagement. Mm. So I was going through them all. I'm like, what's been your biggest engagement? And they were all about, they were all generally you, Mm. your beautiful photos of your beautiful self. And it was talking about something real. You were releasing something true from the depths of your insides and from the bottom of your heart to help those realize that are watching those posts or looking at those posts to realize that that pain is experienced by everyone Mm -hmm. and that no one's on a pedestal of greatness Mm -hmm. and that we're just on a different journey. Mm -hmm. And so what was key there was people are really paying attention to true Mm self-expression. People really want to express themselves truly. And that's one of the pillars of this program, this podcast is true self-expression. And so I thought, why not? Let's go in there. Let's dive into that. And so some of the questions that we're going to go through today is like, what is true self-expression? What does it mean to express your real, the real version of yourself? Why can't we? Um, what happens if we do? And how does one get to that point? Yeah. 
because that's the key, right? Like, how does one get to that point? And I think I know what stops it. Me, for me personally, is the fear of judgment. Yeah. And so when we're going to go into this with Victoria, I want to see how we can get to a point where you're openly able to express yourself, your true self, without the fear. Mm. Because the truth is, this is an epidemic in society where we're hidden. And if I didn't actually allow my true self to be expressed and step into the fear of judgment, I wouldn't be here with you right now Mm -hmm. doing this podcast uh, because I would have stayed in the confines of society and I would have stayed very much hidden. And to be quite frank, I think all true change makers in this world would not be recognized or would not be known if they had not released their true self out to society mm-hmm. and stepped into that fear, leaned into that fear. So without further ado, I welcome this beautiful change maker, Victoria Bowman. Thank, Thank you, you, Luca. Yeah, Thank you so much for having me. It's You are such a human, like clearly on a mission. You so deeply embody everything that you stand for and you know how you said about being in my presence I feel the same way about you and that's who I love to collaborate with most and chat with most so it's Mm. actually an honor for me to be here and I know that we both like to get real so I'm excited about this chat yeah thank you and you're right like I mean um, we were actually you did a post yesterday uh, which we were supposed to do this podcast yesterday and um, stuff happened with Danielle and she was a bit sick so we had to look after her and then I had a full a few things come through my my field yesterday where I was challenged for being my true self. Yeah. And then you did a post at like the perfect time. Like I saw you in the afternoon, I'm like, dude, how did you know? So yeah. it was so funny, like going into this podcast today on true self-expression that that energy wanted to be expressed through this podcast. So. Yes, it did. And it's funny when you were like, yeah, we're going to talk about true self-expression. Victoria, a few years ago, would have thought that true self-expression is some sort of like vanilla wellness concept of like oh yeah you got to be able to wear what you want to wear and make sure that you're you know you use your voice i thought self-expression was some kind of bonus really nice thing to have but i didn't understand how deeply intertwined it is in our work in our relationships in every part of our lives so Mm. I truly when you say true self-expression I feel what you mean Mm. and I'm excited to chat with your people today about the prison Mm. that we live in when we don't have that and the incredible success and beauty in life that naturally magnetizes to us when we do have true self-expression yeah that's a good point we'll talk about that magnetism what happens when you do come out of that because that's We'll talk about that in a sec. Before we go, right, about water, because I think I'll just throw in the disclaimer that yes, we are in Bali. It's a Bali disclaimer. (laughs) These these bugs that you hear at first, I thought they were a drill, like because there's so much construction going. I'm like, dude, that guy is drilling nonstop. But then I saw the bug. Have you seen those bugs? The cicadas. Are they the colorful ones, like the rainbow ones? I think so. Yeah. Oh my god. They're beautiful. Beautiful. So, yeah, my apologies. Actually, you know what? I'm not going to apologize. <laughs> that is nature. Let's accept it. Yeah. I accept it. And you might even hear a chicken or two in the background. Yeah. We decided not to put on the fan 
And so if you're watching this on IGTV, you might see a few sweat drops come through. Let it happen, we're just gonna embrace it. We did a little bit of breath work before, so I am still feeling a little bit sweaty, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah, Luca got activated when we did our breathing beforehand. It was beautiful, the O2 daily, <laughs> yeah. and we'll throw that in the show notes yeah. too, because I want people to be doing that on a daily basis, right? Ooh. So first things first, what are you grateful for today? Mm. And the reason I ask this is because I preach this, I embody it every morning. Some people do it morning and night, but what interests me is how how different people appreciate different things on a different scale. So mm. I'm interested to know what you appreciate and what you're grateful for today. Mm. The first thing that comes to mind is things outside of me, like mm. grateful for awesome humans like you in my life. Mm. That's the first thing that comes to mind. But I also do want to note something that I'm grateful for inside of me, which is what we're talking about today. With all of the work I've done to let go of little mini inner prisons, I feel mm. so much peace on a daily basis. So much peace. Not to say my life is perfect, it's freaking human and stuff mm. goes down all the time. But even when the stuff goes down, I can navigate it with just a sense of, oh, it's all okay and I'm okay and that, mm. that peace. So the past few days, a lot has come up for both of us and I can still just sit here with you completely present really excited about this conversation and that's something I'm very grateful for because a few years ago I would have been stressed mm. I would have been in my head and not in my peace so I'm grateful for that that's piece. beautiful that's yeah something from within right always looking for something externally yeah I think we can all relate to that though I'm interested even just you saying that I'm interested in what got you to that point mm. now I don't even know I think we might even sidetrack off this but like What's one of your techniques that helped you cultivate more inner peace? Mm. So many different things because there is never one golden ticket. Um, one thing I will highlight is removing bits of pain from my past that were stuck inside of me going in there, going into all of Victoria's past closets, every time I was made fun of when I was little, every time I was afraid, every time I felt neglected, going in, finding those little pockets that were, yes, if we talk at an energetic level, trapped in me, but also in my nervous system at a physical level, mm. healing those so that I'm not living from my past. I'm not living my present moment from being afraid of what's Luca mm. gonna think when I say this, what's gonna happen when that happens just being here and showing up. So breath work has helped me do that, meditation and a, a few other different things. But it's really, it's that deeper healing and mm. that's what I'm all about. It's not just, hey, let me meditate myself out of this situation. It's let's get in there to the freaking knots that have been hidden in there for years. Let's do that deep healing and then we naturally find that peace because that's, that's our natural state. Mm. That is the natural state where we're born into love, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with you on that, and I can attest to the healing work makes a difference. It's hey? the best. Yeah. It's the best. It is honestly the best. It's the best when you're on the other side. Yeah, Let's yeah, just add yeah. that in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The healing work itself yeah. is not the best. The results yeah, the of results, the healing work, yeah. The reward. Yeah. The reward is your true self, which we're going to get into. So, yeah. the true self expression. Now, what's your what's your definition of it, or how would you explain it to someone? say, not really understanding what true self-expression is. Hmm. 
so I find it hard, like I, I want to use the word authenticity, but even that is such a buzzword right now that it doesn't even mean anything when we say it. So describing to me what true self-expression feels like, it's not filtering myself because I'm afraid of the consequences of what will happen when I do something. So really asking the question, what does Victoria want to say? What does Victoria want to do? How does Victoria want to be? So Victoria wants to speak up about injustice in the world. Victoria wants to wear clothes that are a little bit weird sometimes because she thinks it's fun. And Victoria wants to um, like hang out with different people and Victoria kind of wants to raise her voice at her partner sometimes because she gets fired up. Like this is what Victoria wants. And so that's my true self-expression. And of course, if I'm going to alter that from my heart, because I think I want to um, communicate with other humans more lovingly, if I ever alter my true self-expression from my heart, that's okay. But if I'm ever altering what Victoria wants to do because I'm afraid of what other people are gonna think, or because I'm traumatized and have pain from my past, mm. then that's not my true self-expression. So I used to be a very shy individual because I was made fun of a lot when I was little and I was raised very Christian. So I used to be a nice girl and I had a hard time speaking up for myself. And so I lived in a prison for so many years of not being in my true self-expression without even knowing it. And with all of the healing I've done, I really feel like, I can express myself fully. Not like there's still so much healing to do. Mm. This is just Victoria, maybe 3.0, and I'm I'm almost scared of Victoria's next version oh, because yeah. like it's who coming. knows? But um, but that's what true self-expression means for me. It's like it's what feels right for us, and mm. then noticing all of those mini filters that want to come up. Right. So what does that prison feel like? We talk about the prison. Oof. Oh my pain, gosh, eh? pain. pain! Like, oh my god, it feel it actually feels like. It's weird how humans are wired this way. It feels like I want to die sometimes, mm. and like so. For example, um, you know, when I'm with my close friends and I'll say something, and it triggers somebody else, and then they look at me and they're like, "I can't believe you said that." You're a terrible mm. person and then the other person kind of agrees with them and then i just cave in on myself and i collapse and i'm like oh my gosh it's not safe to be victoria mm. i can't believe i just said that like i just want to curl up in a ball right now and not exist mm. in its extreme moments that's what it feels like deep loneliness deep loneliness and like nobody understands me it's not safe to be me lots of pain so that's like in the moment when i say something that's not received that well by others and I, I feel like I don't like I haven't pleased them. On a long-term basis, what happens when we suppress our true self-expression is we can go into depression mm. and we can feel really alone and separate from other humans and like what's the point mm. and creatively disconnected and it's it's a really tough place to be. Mm, that's interesting. I um I'm sort of feeling like there's so many different aspects of what true self-expression can mean because you were saying from your experience, you want to dress this way, you want to yeah. say this thing, um, you feel a certain way. What are like some different ways that people listening right now 
can go, yeah, you know what, like I haven't been my, like they're listening to the true self-expression, they go, you know what, I haven't actually felt like I've been expressing myself truly. But what could be the ways that they're holding themselves back, yeah. like in society? Is it from saying something? Is it from dressing something? Like in, what are your thoughts on that? What's your wisdom there? Yeah, I think it's, and I love that, I, like bringing it into the real everyday stuff that people are experiencing. So it's noticing when we feel judged by others and you brought this up you were saying earlier the main thing that you feel keeps you from your true self-expression is feeling judged by others so Mm. noticing when we're feeling judged by others throughout the day and seeing what that does to us so oh my gosh when i was hanging out with my friends in university they would all judge each other so much like Mm. gossiping is such a toxic thing even at the most basic level I get so fired up by it because when we judge other humans, what we're doing is we're saying it is not okay to express yourself in that way. Mm. And when we judge other humans, we're also turning that back on us and being like, okay, it's also not safe for me to express myself in this way. So I was having dinner with somebody the other night. They brought somebody along that I didn't know. Um, And this person was showing on their phone somebody that had just made a music video and had started rapping and they were making fun of the person. And they were like, in a subtle way, you know, they were just kind of like, oh, haha, look at this person. They're, you know, trying to be a rapper. And I just didn't have it. I was like, I think that's beautiful the way that that person is trying to express themselves. Yeah, it might not be great on paper, but that doesn't matter. Look at their joy. They're just like doing this because they want to. And I shut it down because that judgment is toxic. So how that can show up for people is just at the most subtle level when somebody says that is not okay. When somebody looks at your outfit and is like, that's Mm. kind of weird. When you say something and people kind of raise their eyebrows, Mm. um, any subtle thing where people judge us for it and say that is not okay, Mm. puts us in our prison of saying, I'm gonna be excommunicated from society if I am my true self. So you almost like self-imposed by just gossiping in in a crew and you almost self-impose your own prism yep. of true self-expression, right? Yes. Because you say it's not okay for them to express myself, so now you just like limit, and you spend a lot of energy, wasting a lot of energy on watching what you say. Yep. Because you started that that first initial cause of projecting judgment. Yes. Right, the self-imposed prison, which is interesting because, look, I'm guilty here. Aren't we but, all? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I yeah, I love that you said that because like by no means am I sitting here across from you right now being like I don't judge perfect. people. Like, yeah, I love that you said that. Yeah, like I'm no means perfect on this aspect, but one thing that I've stopped doing is gossiping because mm-hmm. it doesn't fill my cup at all. It yeah. makes me feel worse. And you know what? I think it's what we started talking about initially is like when we get to that point of healing our own inner pain and our own inner hurt and accepting it. We don't actually need to offend others because in that process of offending others or judging others, we're actually making ourselves feel better about ourselves. Yep. Would you agree? Amen. Yeah, you put it so well. And it's when we see that clearly that we can be free. Mm. And it's tough these days with social media because we put ourselves out there a lot and we give people the opportunity to say what they think about it. Mm. So you and I both know what it feels like to put something out into the world and then kind of clench and be like, how is this going to be received? 
and then even the slightest comment comes in that's like oh i don't you know i don't know how i felt about that or no comments come in and then we're like oh my god i was way off and we just we live monitoring ourselves by what other people think when really everybody's in their own process and we can just be ourselves obviously not causing harm in our self-expression if my self-expression for some reason includes causing you harm actively Mm. not cool Mm. (laughs) but as long as my self-expression is not causing harm then it's my business totally and it's not your business totally that's a good point (laughs) do you say that like causing harm when you're expressing yourself would you say causing harm is actually coming from your head because you talked about coming from love coming from your heart so those listening here if we're going to have a thought or we're going to express ourselves in it might be it might not be confrontational but it might be you're standing for something that you truly value from from your heart and not from your head is that where we like differ from like coming from a compassionate area when we do express ourselves truly from our heart it's such a great question and one thing i love to give people permission for in this process of really coming into ourselves is to get it wrong Mm. because when we are coming out of the prisons of feeling like we need to be a certain way you know for our parents for society when we're coming out of that it's very natural for the pendulum to awkwardly swing Mm. in the other direction so when i was first coming into myself and being like i'm allowed to express myself truly i actually got a little bit fired up about it and when i would have conversations with friends i'd be like i'm allowed to say this Mm. and it wasn't always from the just a pure place of heart right it would be like Um, You know, a friend would say, they would make a comment about um, my style of friendship. And I would be like, you know what? I'm allowed to have that style of friendship. No, 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 no. And in reflection now, like a year later, I'm like, ooh, that actually wasn't fully from my heart. Mm -hmm. But that was okay because in that moment, that was the best I could do. I was still figuring out what it looked like yeah. to express myself and I needed a little bit of that fieriness. So I want people to give themselves permission to not just be in our hearts all the time when we're figuring it's out this. Fucking, it's fucking possible. It's impossible. Yeah. We're gonna get it wrong. We're going to offend people. I've offended people on social media. I've said the wrong thing and then I've gone back and apologized for it and that's okay. Mm. What's not okay is when we want to get it right the first time as we're coming into our true self-expression so we actually don't let ourselves express ourselves in any way so give yourself permission to not be in your heart and get it wrong that might sound kind of messed up but that and then because not judging yourself yes exactly and then because i'm so fired up about um (laughs) justice in the world i'll actually just drop a little nugget in there of like also be aware of our privilege and our circumstance and know that there are a lot of people in the world that are very oppressed systematically for the way that they look and the way that they express themselves so always taking into account our privilege when we're interacting with other humans just that as like a side note disclaimer appreciation yeah right like appreciating that what we're born into in this world is very much can be very much privileged especially like i'm a big fan of oprah right so like like black girl in Mississippi in a serious like 
racial time yeah. of, of life, she stepped through the ashes and rose, mm-hmm. right? But that was a tough period. And think about all the other people born into that period. Yeah. I'm white. Well, I'm half white. Yeah. I'm more privileged and I was born into a family, a working class family that actually had the ability to go out there and work. So I just wanted to add that in there. It's like, yeah. yes, comes back to appreciation. Yeah. Appreciate who you are in this life. Yeah. And that can be, you might be misfortunate in certain ways, but your pain is your purpose. Yes. So it rise to the challenge. Yes. Rise to the challenge. Yes. But what I want to go down there, go down on now is um, what you said like about that situation at dinner is finding your voice in that moment to stick up for someone because that requires a lot of courage. Yeah. That requires a lot of courage. Yeah. Were you feeling your inner self at a period of your own, in your own journey, like years and years and years ago, like being that person that was being judged, so you're like sticking up for yourself almost? You hit the nail on the head. Okay. You hit the nail on the head because when I was starting to... I don't, how, how do we say it these days? Be on the path, like be yeah. reflective of ourselves and being like, I don't want to live a conventional life. Yeah. Um, when I was coming into this and st- starting to run my online business yeah. and starting to do a lot of meditation, I was um, still hanging out with a group of friends that I had hung out with in university. Yeah. And I love them. I will always love them. At the same time, they did not know how to let me be me. So they would make fun of me a lot in a very passive aggressive way. Oh, Victoria thinks she's an Instagrammer now. Mm. Oh, look at you meditating. Are you, you know, you're going to start floating into the room when we hang out? Oh, you can't hang out with us tonight because you have, you know, your meditation in the morning. Like just very passive aggressive or, um, wow, you look fancy for such a casual Instagram or such a casual hangout. Do you think you're somebody now? Because you're like, you know, just those very um, slight things are like, oh, saw that new post that you put up there, like really getting into some stuff. And it seemed casual and casually joking and just kind of poking fun. But what was happening deep inside of me was who do you think you are, Victoria? Mm. You're such an imposter. You think you have something to say, but um, you can't be taken seriously because like, you're, just, you're just little old you. And just go back to convention, wearing what everybody else wears, like stop doing things that is making you feel like a bag of shit all the time because of the way people are speaking about you so that was a huge part of my journey and it was really difficult and that's why i ended up moving to bali i was like i can't handle this anymore um well was it escaping or was it it wasn't escaping which is a good nuance because well it was but that's okay you know it's like I wasn't strong enough okay. in myself to be Beautiful. in that environment. So yeah. it was escapism in so strengthening your shell. Exactly. Building your fire. Exactly. Okay. So now, now I know how when we subtly judge other people, it's shutting down their spirit mm. at a very deep level. And I know that it's important for us as humans on a mission. We're all here for a reason. Everybody's that music video that that person was making is part of their mission because they've got something to share through their music, even if it's Mm. shit music right now. (laughs) (laughs) Even if it's shit music, they need to be doing that. So yes, exactly. And so it just, and we won't get to the point of being these 
really powerful people. You know, you said to me at the beginning of our session, wow, Victoria, I really appreciate your energy. I feel it. I wouldn't be able to be in that energy yeah. if I had stayed that yeah. shy person. So I get, you can tell, I can get, yeah. I get really no, I fired up by when we don't just allow humans yeah. to be themselves. So yeah, it was a big deal for me at dinner before I never would have said that because it was a really awkward thing for me to say. It clearly, um, yeah, it made things a little awkward at that dinner table yeah. because that person felt awkward. They put their phone away. They felt a little bit shut down. Yeah. And in the past, I wouldn't have d done that. But I, I did it completely from love. And I know she Beautiful. went home that night and thought about it. So yeah, that's what you have to do to make yes. an impact. And you come from your heart. Exactly. Truly. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny because people looking at what you're doing now on your mission and hearing this story is perfect because I resonate with it 100%. Were you made fun of when you were younger or just like people kind of poked at you a little bit? Yeah, and I think it's like all in, and what we can see, we see it as like, it's like a lighthearted play sometimes. Yeah, it's that passive aggressive shit. Yeah, and it's almost like you play with it because you joke and you go, yeah, yeah, you know, this is just me. But deep down, you want to express yourself like that. Yeah, yeah. And I want to talk about consciousness. I want to talk about spirituality. I want to talk about business. Yeah. I want to talk about your emotions, especially as a man growing up in a um, in a in a challenging sort of toxic environment where it was hard to talk about emotions. The mining game, right? Yes. Um, where it's like be tough, have a beer, bro. All good. Yeah. So like, I can resonate with that because then when it's like letting yourself out and fully expressing what you want to say is so empowering when you let go of that fear of yeah. judgment. Yeah. So people looking at you on your journey, what you're doing, I'm looking at you now and I'm thank saying, hang in there, mm, hang in there, you know? And yes. people, people can do that, just express yourself. And you will be surprised, we'll talk about magnetism in a moment, but you'll be surprised about the, the door that you open yes. by expressing yourself truly. Yeah. And so another thing I think we'll talk about, because this comes up a lot, right? Talk about the old friend group and yeah the old friend group they have a specific victoria in mind or yeah. a specific luca in mind and that's all they know yeah because that's all we've been yeah but at a certain point when you go through your own self-reflective journey if that's what you're if that's what you want to do you will decide what isn't making you feel good and what is making you feel good and then you decide to express more of what makes you feel good or natural curiosity kicks in yeah. and you want to start learning something new and that changes you as a person yeah. naturally right the yeah. only true thing in this world that has stayed consistent is change yeah and as humans we're on a mission and we do find that we find a calling inside of our heart or we find this inkling that wants something more we go and seek something yes. outside of ourselves to help grow us internally. Yes. And so the old friend group gets a little bit uncomfortable when one of their old buddies is changing. Yep. And because it may be shining a light on their own insecurities. Totally going, triggering all their stuff. I'm not good enough, right? What do I want from my life that I'm not, that I don't have the courage to go after? That's what they're mm. being forced to ask themselves. Which is uncomfortable. Yeah. And so, did you have to find, so you were going out into this limbo land for a bit, right? You came to Bali. Did you have a close network of friends at that point? Did you feel very alone? I did feel very alone. Mm. And just you saying that word, ooh, mm. loneliness has been such a huge part of my journey. Mm. And I know it's part of so many people's journeys. So I'm really glad that you brought that up. So yes, I felt very alone. No, I did not have a tight friend group. I knew zero people in Bali when I first moved here 
I had started to develop a group of friends online, uh, mostly living in Australia from the coaching course I took. And so that is what anchored me in it's okay to do this weird thing, yeah. to move to Bali, to start yeah. doing these weird things. But in person, I didn't know anybody. I just went to co-working spaces and started trying to oh, find my awesome. people. Um, I do want to highlight what you just said a moment ago about the way that people kind of jokingly prod at us, that mm. old friend group. I think it's really important to highlight to anybody listening that that subtle judgment and the subtle poking is just as toxic as somebody coming up to you and saying, you're weird. I don't like what you're doing. It's embarrassing. Mm. You should be ashamed for it. Mm. Stop. Be normal again. The subtlety is as toxic as somebody coming up to us and saying that in the face. If somebody came up to us and said that to us in the face, we'd be like, whoa, that's not true. And I don't want you in my field anymore. I'm leaving. But because people are doing it in subtle ways, we don't understand how toxic it is. Oh so we God. put up with it. So I just want everybody listening to do a little audit of your life right now and being like, where is that subtle judgment coming in? I'm not going to tolerate it anymore. When I was at that period of my life, when I was still hanging out with those friends in Montreal, I had a partner who would say that they really supported me. I'm your biggest fan. They would always say, I'm going to support you no matter what. So that if it ever came down to it, they could be like, no, I've always supported Victoria. Yeah. But on a subtle level, they would say things like, I don't think you should um, mm. quit your job yet because I don't think you've figured your thing out yet. I wow. don't think you're like those other people. Um, I think that you shouldn't tell my family what you're doing because I don't think they would understand. So like the energy of shame and embarrassment and wrongness was there even though the words of i support you were there so i just yeah that's a good i point. want anybody that's listening really to just like point. know that the subtle judgment is not okay either and yeah. stop tolerating it amen, sister. <laughs> amen so it's like that language can be so warped to make it sound like we're being nurturing and caring yeah. but be like ah oh, actually i'm still you're, you're threatening me yes you, your growth is threatening me right yeah like we say like oh luca you're my buddy man i've got your mm -hmm. back no matter what yeah but actually i'm deeply making fun of you and not letting you be who you're here totally. to be how was that me was it sweaty it was really sweaty <laughs> it was sweaty but worth it it was worth Human it time. i know thank you um <laughs> Mine's sweaty too. I'm feeling it. Woo! Yeah. This is the heat in this Woo! conversation. Right? Yeah. Like, it's yeah. really good. Yeah. So, uh, whew, yeah, <laughs> like we're really going down these, this, I think we're really touching notes based on our own personal experiences here. And, yeah. I, and I actually think it is so, like I said, it's an epidemic. Yeah. And so many people are going to resonate with this. So like, okay, you came to Bali I came to Bali. Yeah. Actually, very funny, similar circumstances of like changing and going, selling everything and going, I'm out. Danielle and I were following our hearts. We know we've got a mission. We're going to go and pursue it. And high five. Scary as fuck. Yeah. Lonely. Yes. To, at certain points for sure. Yeah. Um, I think I've been. I battled the journey of loneliness before I came to Bali first. Yes. Like, because it was the separation of my old identity and the new identity. Yeah. And so discovering the new groups and I said this to a, 
um, one of the guys on a retreat that I, I just did a speak, uh, speak, did a talk at, and he is like 20, they're 20, these kids, these young, younger men were beautiful, like they're wanting to express themselves more, they're tapping into some like morning routines, they're like, oh, morning routines, this is epic, and I just love being around these guys, because they're just like all ears, yeah. and they're like, oh, breath work, meditation, oh my God, I love meditation, and talking about values and stuff that they've never discovered, right? And so their old group, I was having a yarn with them, their old group are like, same situation, oh, bro, what do you mean you talk about values and, and community and connection is your highest value and stuff? And legit, this is a real life story. And so he is really anxious to reveal himself to the boys mm. because the boys know it's just an emu export or a beer, watch mm-hmm. the sport. Mm-hmm. And so I encouraged him and I wanna, what I want to get to here is like talk about your experience with this and your wisdom on this topic is when we get through the separation point, so we've realized we're being stuck in a toxic friend group, yeah. or I wouldn't say toxic because that implies bad. It's just we've learned a lesson. Yeah, and like blessings to them. Hopefully mm. they find their expression too. I, I feel your energy around that. It's like there's nothing wrong with the old friend group. We fucking love them. Yeah. They were there for it's us. They were they family are. at that point in our lives, but it's just not serving us at yeah. this point. So taking the courage, right, to leap out, yeah. face the loneliness, and now it's like, all right, Let's go and find my community. Yeah. And so what I said to these guys was, let's go seek just one true friend. Mm. Just one guy, one girl, whatever it is, that believes in you. Mm-hmm. Believes in you slightly more than you believe in yourself. And be with them. Because it's not about quantity. Yeah. It's about quality. Yep. And one that allows you to express yourself truly, right? And yeah. that could be your loved one, your partner. So like, did you have anyone in that point of like your old friend group even? Or in the midst, like who was the first person that just you felt like completely at home with? Mm, that's a great question. And I love that you're using examples from our lives because mm. I know some podcasts are like, go for the true self-expression and just saying at a conceptual level. Mm. So I love that we're getting into the nitty gritty cool. of what this looks like. So who was the first person? I... It was people online. Mm. It was people online that got me on my mission that I followed, that I looked up to so much and that I was like, there was one person in particular, Jess Ainscott, unfortunately she's not alive anymore, she passed Mm -hmm. away from cancer, um, which was part of her whole mission. She was very unconventional with how she treated that. But I started following her online, I was living in Montreal at the time, here's this woman across the world in Australia and she was speaking her truth about what it was like for her to be human. She was eating very healthy food, which at the time was radical. Mm. Um, You know, seven years ago to be eating vegan was radical. Mm -hmm. She was running her own business online, um, using Instagram to do that. She was like, it was- Ahead of the game. Yeah, Yeah. and I was watching this and she was so authentic in how, and you know, blogging was big back then. I would read Mm. her blog. And she was the first person that was like, wow, it's safe for us to talk about stuff. Like she would write blog posts about um, letting go of aspects of our identity that aren't serving us anymore. Like things I had just never heard another human admit to. She was talking about um, her ego, stuff like that. And I found her online. I was like, oh my gosh, this is possible. And at the time I was working in a corporate nine to five job. I was in, you know, this group of friends 
and just to have another reference point of somebody doing it resonation yeah i was like wow it's possible and that was the seed that i needed to then Mm. go do my own thing that's powerful i had the same situation yesterday actually um yeah you actually posted that that um instagram post i'm like oh my god you knew and um like i i had some criticism come back for a post that i had put out Mm. there which was coming from my heart and at points you know i had to think i was like i felt so instantly i went into like mr nice guy i'm like no i'm gonna people please because i'm gonna talk about it i said i'm gonna um i'm gonna people please here i'm gonna go back to mr nice guy i'm gonna say sorry wow and i had to breathe and i went into meditation i'm like fuck what do i need to do here what would like the people that I look up to, what would they do? Yeah. Because I'm coming from my heart and I'm standing for something that's in alignment with me. And so I didn't, I didn't back down and I, but I didn't fight it. I didn't find the need to just go out there and like rage against all mankind because <laughs> my values are like superseding everyone else's. Yeah. But I think it was, um, this aspect where you look up to someone and you trust what they're what you you they've been in, they've walked the path before you mm-hmm. and so you pull their wisdom out and you go what would they do in this instance yeah. so like having that one person whether it's online or in your actual hometown to allow you or to give you inspiration or to give you the ability to express yourself truly which is where you'll actually start to transform if that's your path and if you're listening to this podcast 100 percent you're meant to hear this and so go find that one friend yes yeah. i love that i love yeah. that and i love how tangible it is i freaking mm. love that and and so let's just go down like because one of my main questions here was like what holds us back from expressing our true self and i think we've found it but like the, the next aspect i wanted to talk about was people pleasing yes it's oh, a disease it's terrible it's a disease yeah. right but we think because like it actually feels like being nice is the right thing to do yeah yeah what's your story on that oh my god I was raised the freaking Christian nice girl. Yeah, let's talk about that. That's where I got all of my validation growing up was I got good grades. I was Mm. really, really nice. Like, would never upset anybody. Knew how to just go with the flow and please everybody. Mm. So from my teachers, my teachers loved that. So I got all my validation. Victoria, you, you, you matter. And people notice you because you're nice. So that's where I grew up with all my validation and oh, I, I get riled up about this because it's like what I wrote in my post yesterday. We're change makers and our souls have come to this earth to make change in the world from our hearts. We don't like the suffering on the planet. We don't like the injustice and we are here to change things. So we have that deeply embedded in our system to be good people, mm. light workers, change makers, humans on a mission, whatever you want to call it. However, with the current conditioning on the planet, we get confused thinking that being a good person means making sure everybody likes you and making sure you don't ruffle any feathers. That's what conditioning has taught us. And so we have this tension inside of us where we're like, oh, I have these values that I want to shout from the rooftops about and this unconventional path that I want to follow to bring change in the world. But for some reason, every time I talk about it and it ruffles any sort of feather, I feel bad and I shut down. Mm. And so this tension in us of like, I want to be a leader, I want to be a change maker, but ooh, people get upset about that. And so I shut down. And 
that tension eats us up inside、mm. because it keeps us from being who we're here to be. And and you know, you and I both have big dreams for ourselves and the world. But if we follow that little voice that says "be a good person," we're gonna go for years not following our dreams and just feeling unfulfilled.、Mm. So, to anybody listening that's a people pleaser that has been raised to be a good person, know that being a good person doesn't mean having everybody like you. Being a good person means going deep inside. Finding what your values are, what feels right for you, having the courage to live by that and speak up about that, even when other people get upset.、Mm, that was beautifully said, step by step. Courage is a big one, right? Like, and you got your one friend, you've got your inspirational team, your、yeah. council, your inspirational council of. People that have walked the path before you, and you know who you are.、Yeah. Most importantly, if you haven't worked with a mentor or a coach to figure out what your internal values are, go do, do it. it.、Yeah. It's the greatest thing I've ever done. Figuring out what it is I actually can say yes and no to, because that's what your values are.、Yeah. It's your guiding, like your guiding. I call it like your the gutter rails in a ten-pin bowling. It's like you don't go into the gutter if you've got your values. Yes, I、right? love that. You go for a strike. Yes. So you say no to things that are outside of your values. Yeah. But for a long time, I couldn't say no. Yeah. One aspect to it, people pleasing. Yeah. Other aspect to it, I didn't know who I was. Yeah. Figure yourself out. Align with your values. Be courageous. Go forward. Yes, I love that.、Mm. And a fun exercise for somebody to do that's listening right now. Close down your eyes for a minute and just think. If you had a free pass for a week, where you could do anything, and everybody would think that you were the greatest human ever, what would you want to do?、Mm. Just one week, you have a free pass where no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter how, what you wear, people are gonna look at you with stars in their eyes and be like, "Wow, aren't they the greatest person ever?"、Mm. If you had that free pass, what would you do? And just feel Ooh, into that. And、really、I still、question. use that question on myself to do a little audit of like, where is Victoria still、where、filtering herself? Yeah. yeah. Ah, interesting. Yeah. The filtering. Where am I still filtering? Because we were out here for Christmas, which was a, the actually I, I said this the other day. It's actually the, one of the best Christmases、Aww. I've had. But it was last minute, right? And like we had, it was. You were like, oh, there's gonna be two people here, and then there was like a tribe, and <laughs> we were just like partying. With no alcohol, funny enough, <laughs> like which is so strange for me. Well, not so strange now, but like so beautiful. But I mean, what my point is here is that you were saying 2020, you apologized to us. You said, "I'm sorry if I trigger you because I'm going to be my true self." <laughs> Did、right? I say that? You said that. That's you hilarious. Like,、so、I'm sorry if I trigger y'all, but I'm gonna start letting myself come out、yeah. even more, letting even like letting the boundaries down, the veil down even further. Yeah. So it's really cool to see you on your mission where you are now. Awesome. To see where people are in their own life and their own journey, going oh, so I can still take more down. Yeah, I can still put more down. Yeah, one hundred percent. Right. Yeah. Putting a lot of energy into. And、it. that's important for us too, is、um, just letting ourselves be where we're at as well, like not being hard、mm. on ourselves for not being in our true self-expression. Because I definitely do that. I'm like,、yeah. you know, when when we know what we're capable of, but we're not doing it. Oh yeah, and then we get hard on ourselves for not being there yet.、Mm. I'm like, oh man, I know my podcast could be at the top of this chart 
in you know week five because you have such freaking passion and power and love then you're like it should be there already like we have as dreamers and ambitious people we can be hard on ourselves for that where it's like yo it's all unfolding in perfect timing yeah i'm still victoria the nice girl i still Mm. filter myself all the time it annoys me but it's okay yeah (laughs) there you go like once you have that awareness take the band-aid off that you've applied and let it come out yeah take the uh the clothes off that no longer serve you get naked you get naked come back to your truth get naked that's the uh, message here you're gonna see people on instagram they'll be like look at Reedy's podcast told me to get naked you're like no i didn't mean it literally sorry instagram well, maybe i did oh maybe i did who knows let it happen let it out i've got truth written here in my notebook and i know you got a tattoo of it so speaking the truth is big to you right yeah is that why you got that tattoo yeah and it's not just about speaking the truth it's we're so conditioned Mm. we're so conditioned and when we start to ask the big questions like why am i here what matters to me Mm. when we start to ask those big questions we realize how conditioned we are Mm -hmm. i'm conditioned to think i need to work some sort of job Mm. i'm conditioned to think i need to be overly polite Mm. you know even being canadian i'm conditioned we're all conditioned in certain ways and a lot of that conditioning causes us pain and puts us in prison and so the reason i have the word truth tattooed on me is because i'm constantly seeking what is true beneath the conditioning and year after year i find more conditioning that has been subtly causing me pain and i Mm. lift back that layer and i find more truth beneath it and more peace mm. so a big part of my journey in this lifetime is to find truth which at the end of the day always ends up being love which is the other word i have tattooed on that is so funny coming from your heart yeah love. because i'm not going to ever find truth that is to cause more injustice in the yeah, world you know totally. the truth will always come back to us living in harmony as humans in harmony which is love so i um did have a question and it was going to be awesome (laughs) wasn't meant to be in that moment Uh, what was it about it came up and i'm like yes let's talk about that but hey it happens let's not talk about that (laughs) um so if we're if we're at a point in our life right and we we want to start we mentioned this at the start we want to start allowing our truth to come in and you said what true self what does true self-expression mean to you and you said was actually healing and a lot of the old ways of being and just a lot of your pain and you said breath helped you a lot yeah is that i mean there's many ways like i said understanding your values but is breath being like significant and and how has that played a role yeah oh great question great question because i oh freaking God, love I the know, breath. i know what it is i know what i had to ask you it came bring it through. through the thread wants to drop in um oh my god i just forgot it again <laughs> i feel like there's like a little angel in your head like oh, dropping in the okay <laughs> i'm not gonna say anything <laughs> what was the most recent conditioning <laughs> that you had to let go of mm. good question Good question. Good question. If I say so myself. Good question. Okay, I'm going to feel into that. Oh, and then we'll go back to that other one. Yeah, let me just feel into it for a moment. 
Okay. It was being the controlling girlfriend. Mm. I had been conditioned to think I was some controlling, overpowering partner because a few partners had told me that in the past that I was too intense and um, I had my heart broken once because of that and I mean there are many reasons why my heart was broken and blessings to that relationship it was beautiful it ended when it needed to but one conditioning that I took away from that was Victoria when you really get fired up about stuff and when you know what you want and when you know who you are and let it show too much in a way that overpowers somebody else people can't handle that it's too intense they don't like it and they'll leave you mm. that was this conditioning that i had in me and it's not just women that carry that conditioning i know a lot of women do but it's it's men as well yeah. it's or any gender expression totally. of like when you know who you are and what you want and you have power rising up in you it's too much and it's intense so that was showing up in cam in my relationship where i would see i would get really fired up about um my business my breath work that i was serving my success you know things were freaking things are moving for me in my life and i would get fired up about it and i would start sharing it and i would i'm sure he wouldn't mind me sharing this because we talk about everything publicly to help other humans but it was triggering him when i was getting really riled up about my own like yeah i'm on a mission we're doing this and because he hadn't fully found his stuff yet it was triggering him and so i was like oh my gosh i'm being that overpowering partner um where i'm being too much in my power i need to tone it down so i would tone it down and it would manifest in all kinds of way in our, ways in our relationship and you know i would ask him for things being like yo can i set this boundary with you i need to do this and then i would see how it was affecting him and it was triggering him and then i would be like oh my gosh i'm so sorry i'm so sorry like and i would just poof, shut myself down and i would go into this placid hey babe what can i do for you i'm yeah. so sorry and then he called me out on that and he's like whoa why i saw he's like i was getting triggered but you need to let me get triggered mm, you and i was like yeah i was like oh but i thought i was being really overpowering and controlling and too much and intense and he's like no he's like that's why i'm with you i love that about you if i get triggered by that that's my stuff yeah let's talk that's about my trigger so right now weird. he's like he even said he's like i can tell somebody in the past told you you were too much and we need to get rid of that so through mm. that healing and him giving me permission i've let go of that story that i'm this overpowering controlling person and Whew. letting that conditioning go has allowed me to just be a really fiery person from my heart which is your big year this year hey Woo, freedom it came, it came yeah freedom fuck yeah. yeah let it go yeah um and almost like hey one's elevating we leave no man behind yeah right like rising there. tide let's go we're flying yes so and i want to ask you that question because it's such a good question mm. so what's a recent conditioning that you've let go of <clears throat> the most recent one 
to be honest, it's people pleasing. Yeah. That was yesterday. And what conditioned you into the people pleasing? Say that again. What conditioned you into the people pleasing? Like for me, mm. um, being raised religious was a big part of it. Yeah. Like my the way my parents um, celebrated me for being nice and and kind was part of it. What condition? What made you a people pleaser? You know what? First thing comes to mind is my mum. Yeah. She is like relentlessly optimistic, mm. beautiful, like beautiful optimism through the shit she's gone through, and always. And it's almost like, uh, as much as it is your power, it's almost like your prison at the same time. Yep. So she was always um, quick to talk about everyone else's glory yeah. and like it would come back into herself and because talking about her glory took the light off her and she would make everyone happy. So I don't actually know where that came from in her life, but like I would, I would always see her in relationships like make like not relationships in terms of like just her partner but that was a big one my stepfather but like friends she would just have to be the most loved or yeah. she would always talk about them to make them positive to make yeah. them feel good like no one speaks a bad word about my mother right like, it's crazy which is her safety net yeah knowing which that nobody like, would ever speak a bad word about her what would happen if you started speaking your truth when yeah people start speaking a bad word about you and then you're the no prison. longer safe yeah yeah, and so she, you then adopted that. So I've adopted it. Yeah. I have relentless optimism, which mm. is a beautiful superpower, which is a muscle. Yeah. Because I grew up from a very young age being around my mum, but I also had the ability to make sure everyone was happy around me through that yeah. optimism. And I just want to say, it's not our responsibility to make other people happy. Oh my God. Other people are entitled to their mm. pain. Mm, to so, think that we can fix someone else, and because that we that's need the to... energy. Yeah. 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 We don't need to, right? We're not. Mm-hmm. I heard that a little while ago, actually. Is that that happiness of, and especially in relationships, is the happiness of your partner, the happiness of another, is not your responsibility. It's theirs. Yeah. And some people will suck it out of you. Yeah. Because that's you know their own conditioning or their own trauma. Yeah. To want to to need that source of energy to make them feel whole in themselves because they've missed it from say their mother or father. Yeah. So that's a recent thing that I've that I've let go of. There's a need to people please because one, your posts, and I keep coming back to it, it's so good. It was just like, if you wanna make an impact, you need to be true. Yeah. Because you're gonna to have to say something that's different. Yeah. And a lot of change makers were coming in, breaking paradigms. Exactly. And so if I wanted to say something about the animals or if I wanted to say something about um, releasing, your, releasing your shit, releasing your baggage or Stop being narcissistic, changing behaviors, changing paradigms, it comes with a new way of thinking. Yep. A new way of thinking can't exist with wanting to make everyone happy. They cannot coexist, right? Ooh, yes, exactly. So, thank you for asking me that question. Yeah. It is powerful, releasing the shit, but it's an ever evolving journey. Yeah. And yeah, so the conditioning, so your people pleasing is being peeled away layer by layer. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to have to say shit that offends people. Good. But I'm not doing it to make them upset. Yeah. I have no joy in seeing people upset. And at the same time, there's nothing wrong with people being upset. That's mm. a learning I've had to have. Like, That's interesting. I was conditioned into thinking that people being upset is a bad thing. Yeah. And that people being 
angry is a bad thing and that people being sad is a bad thing but it, what's wrong with somebody getting upset yeah it's it's, it's tears releasing yeah it's their yeah. own inner system telling them that they're feeling something they're having an emotion so you you made a post about veganism and it got somebody angry good mm. good good humans have feelings humans mm. Be aligned. Yeah. Let it out, humans. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll go back to the the question I asked before that um, yeah. other one came back through. So, breath. How did it oh, yeah. how, how did it evolve your journey? How will it evolve someone in helping them release their mm. old identities or their restrictions? Breath work, one of the loves of my life, mm. is a beautiful intersection doorway between. Our mental body, physical body, spiritual body, and emotional body. Mm. And it allows us to have an experience of where we're holding baggage in any of those bodies. Mm. And that's why one of the reasons why I love it so much. With so many other healing modalities, we're understanding it at a mental level. Yeah. We're reading the self-help books. We're going to the workshops and seeing the person up on stage talking about stuff and so we're understanding it at a mental level but we're not necessarily healing it at an emotional level or a physical level in our nervous system or an energetic level and so breath work when you go into a breath work session you're actually going into altered states of consciousness that are allowing you to access these parts of yourselves and experience what it feels like to heal things so mm. I went in and I saw in my breathwork sessions where the people pleasing was coming from. I had vivid, you know, the, the oxygen at a scientific level is stimulating your limbic brain, which holds your emotions mm -hmm. and your, your suppressed emotions and your really? memories. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, there's so much wild oh science God, I happening. Love that. So I, in my breathwork sessions early on, was having vivid memories of when I was made fun of when I was younger and how deeply I internalized that pain. And would crying in my sessions and releasing it and then voila out the other side of the breathwork session i felt safe to express myself more freely mm. because i didn't just think about it on a mental level i actually went in and healed it so that's one of the reasons i love breathwork so much is that at an experiential level you are healing things mm. mentally physically emotionally energetically that's beautiful and i mean this healing journey let's talk about that for a sec because one of my loves is the process of healing, mm. right? And that has been a big part of it has actually been through breath, which mm -hmm. my last podcast was with Luke Smith doing biodynamic breath work with him. Mm -hmm. And it, it, it's this, what I've come to realize through reading books and, and doing workshops and whatever is that breath, that the body holds emotions. Mm -hmm. To me, like two, two years ago, I'm like, are you serious? <laughs> like, come on. That's, That's some woo-woo shit. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And, uh, Same. <laughs> I'm like, oh, that sounds nice when people say yeah. it, but what woo-woo oh, bullshit. Yeah, it's like, tell me it's okay. <laughs> yeah, 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 Tell me it's yeah. okay, but it just stores in my body. Yeah, I'm like, oh, but my shoulder does. is sore. Is that my anger? You're like, come on. I met someone not long ago in Bali who she said she did a lot of work with like um, somatic healing and cancer. And she said, look, 85%, her belief is 85% of um, diseases and illness is emotion. Mm -hmm. Then I pick up the book Molecules of Emotion by Dr. Candace Pert. Mm -hmm. She found the opiate receptor in 1972. You look at what she found in the body to actually go in through a lab lab laboratory 
doing science, real science, getting published in journals everywhere through the states, getting funded by the government to do this work, to end up finding that emotions are stored as molecules in tissue. What? I need that book recommendation. So I freaking love when science catches oh up with ancient human knowledge. <laughs> but that's all it is. It's always catching up. Yeah. It's never ahead. No. It's always catching up because ancient wisdom or knowledge or just cold hard facts, nature is so under misunderstood. And I mean, we can't even, like you look at a tree, right? I'm fascinated by nature. You look at a tree and you go, how did sun and soil produce this dragon fruit? Like a cat I food. ate a dragon fruit this morning. It's so good. It was magical. Another love of my life. <laughs> <laughs> um, you are a wisdom keeper. I can just, as this is coming through, I'm like, oh my gosh, you mm. are such a defender of the ancient wisdom. I can mm. see you're getting like... It lights me up. Yeah, I it can feel it. It lights me up. Yeah. I love this whole thing's lit me up, which is great. Hey. Like, yes. We're in it. Yes. <laughs> um, truth. Like, truth. <laughs> and look, I've, I'm not sure where I was going with that because I've... I've Lost the thread. I've lost the thread. Thread seems to just go in and out whenever it wants to. But molecules of emotion stored in the body. Lover of the process. Tell me that. No, that's, that's like, you. You me? were saying that you love the human process oh, of my, healing. Yes. Yeah. I love the human process of healing. And because it, like, it's my fascination with it. Because I, my hips, right? Let's just go here for a sec. We're getting off track here. And I'm okay with that. I am too. I'm... I'm, I can sit, and I'm just t saying this to the people, is like, the, the healing journey is beautiful, and you and I are both advocates for it because we've walked through the trenches, still walking through the trenches of it. It gets lighter and lighter. But when you release this burden, which is stored in our body, stored in our muscles, stored in our tissue, when you release the burden of the past, and you allow it to be released, shit changes in your body. Yeah. Like, you know how someone says, oh, if you have a cry, you feel lighter? Yeah. Scientifically proven, you've just let out something from your body. What? Right? <laughs> I love that. So, um, I didn't my, know that that had been so. Yeah, I mean, so scientifically so, I mean, proven. That's amazing. Too yeah. though, like these yeah. books seem to. I mean, yeah, it's coming out more and more now. Yeah, we won't go down. But, but we've experienced it, you and I, science and aside. Yeah, like, exactly. Let's just trust that yeah. there is something to it, and let's stop being so skeptical and yeah. holding ourselves. Back. Right, like if you want to increase your flexibility, you could do yoga for a year, which is awesome, and mm. do stretching. You could also do a bunch of breath work, release a bunch of stored emotions, and you'd be just as flexible. Exactly, yeah. and that's what's happened. Yeah, like blood breath work has friggin' yes. profoundly changed the mobility of my body. Amazing. Even like. Even any other types of healing, like yoga as well, and meditation, Vipassana. Yeah. I sat there at the start of my 10-day silent Vipassana retreat, which is the hardest thing I've ever done, but the most rewarding thing I've ever done for myself. And I couldn't sit cross-legged. Like, I couldn't. My hips were just, like, in agony. Like, to the point I thought, fuck, I wouldn't be able to stand up after because I might break my hip. Like, excruciating. Now, all I do is meditate cross-legged. Amazing. And, like, come on. Yeah. what's happened there like yeah. not too much has changed other than the releasing of emotions and past experiences and stepping into my truth right it's not like you were doing deep hip flexor openers yeah. stretches for hours a day exactly that's beautiful so it, I'm a, it's a testament to the work yeah and I think that's what we're both advocates for and then yeah. this podcast is like getting to the point of like what's the real what's a good what's a good tool to help us start expressing our truth yeah breath work has been one Huge. because we're shifting shit in the body 
I mean, that's what you and, travel And not just the body. Like breathwork works at all you of the said levels. That too. Yeah. Like yeah. the other bodies, the yeah. emotional body, the, the mental, the mental body. Yeah. I mean, the shit that we don't even know, but like the intertwined. The cosmic portals that are opening for us. Yeah. I mean, like if we talk about natural energy between you and I, there isn't like space. Yeah. There is cells, there is movement, there is protons, there is electrons, and that's the essence of energy, right? It's everywhere, it exists everywhere. Um, going down another path there, but I mean, you travel, <laughs> I was going to say, you travel cosmically. <laughs> like, you travel uh, globally In my <laughs> <laughs> to teach breath work through the, your business, the O2 Awakening, yes. and you're about to embark on another journey. Yes. So first thing is, how did you decide to do this? Like, why did you decide to do the O2 Awakening? Did you have an experience of like, because breath is a big part of your life. So what pulled you into it and what said, hey, I'm going to go share this with the people? I had been um, seeking for a few years at that point. I had moved to Bali. I'd read a lot of books. You know, Eckhart Tolle's The Power of Now really mm. changed my life. I was doing a lot of meditation. I'd spent two years doing Ashtanga yoga rigorously mm. and they had all been very helpful on my journey and then I did my first breathwork session mm. and it blew my mind mm. and my soul open I had never had a session or gone to a workshop where I wasn't just told things but where I actually experienced it so deeply in myself like in my first breathwork session I connected with my higher self. Mm. I went into past memories and healed my past and I left that session changed. And I was just like, how is this not all over the world? How is, how did, when I said, you know, I went home and I told my friends and family about breath work, most of them were like, what's that? And I was like, I don't, how is this not everywhere? So I started going back every week to receive it and my life changed like just transformed radically in those few months my business my friendships everything and then soon after that um, I became a facilitator and my two closest friends were also becoming facilitators and on a very similar journey and then we got together for dinner one night and we had separately had the idea to we're like oh let's get, get together for dinner we have an idea we need to tell you Whoa. and we all had written down the same notes we want to start a breathwork experience together and we want to take it around the world whoa and so that was yeah it was and that's the, the, the O2 awakening has been guided from this weird higher place the whole time that's why yeah. we've trusted it is because it was Messages. too weird yeah. you know the, to this, have those synchronicities yeah the synchronicities were too through. weird for us to to not oh. do it so we're like oh this Ooh. is a really weird thing for us to do we're just gonna start traveling taking breathwork around yeah. the world even though nobody knows what it is but we did it and very soon our workshops were selling out and it's grown really quickly and we've served thousands of people around the world now mm. and it's it's my favorite thing. Mm. It's and my favorite well, that's thing. What, I mean, you're going to Canada with Cam to yeah, take it we're, to Yeah, the we're going to Montreal, Toronto and Vancouver. The homeland. Yep. I'm excited for that. Yes. We just did the O2 Awakening and I think you guys have a video of it on YouTube. Yes, we Is do. Is it public? Um, it will be soon. Okay, so... Um, it will probably be, it won't be posted in the show notes, but I highly recommend you follow the O2 Awakening on Instagram, social media, and get this daily O2, because yeah. we did it just before, and it's like such a quick activation. And for those who have done breath work, realize that it's actually like, each day you go into it, you're like, fuck, I've got to do this breath work, it's a workout, it's a 
challenge, but the, the daily O2 is like quick, fast, bam. Yeah, that's how we designed it. We're like, mm. we're gonna design something that will get humans activated and centered in less than five minutes, mm. so they don't Start have excuses. Your day that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's free <clears throat> on our website. Link oh, cool. in our Instagram. So yeah. Okay. Anybody I'll listening? We've created it for you. May it serve you. So lastly, I want to touch on this. The the, the question that I'm starting to throw into these podcasts now, which I'm trying to just, you know, get experiences from everyone because everyone interviews so different. What's important to you in your life? And what's one thing that, what's your, like the, the main thing that is important that you carry out in this life mm. or that you succeed in in this life? Allowing other humans to feel loved, lovable, and love. Mm. Allowing them to feel safe and helping them heal all of the shit from their past that have kept them from feeling loved. Mm. So in my breathwork sessions, that's what I'm doing. I'm holding a space for my client so deeply, the way a mother would hold their child, where they just feel the energy of, oh my gosh, it's safe to be me. I'm lovable just as I am. That's the energy I hold for my clients. And it's so beautiful. You know, they're crying like, they're like, what? I'm free once and for all. Like my mm. session I had yesterday, the person at the end of the session was just crying and they're like, they're like, why have I been living in a prison? I'm free to be me. And they were just bawling and I could see this glistening magic in their eyes. And I don't just do that in my sessions. I try to do that with my friends, yeah. loving the shit out of my friends, yeah. accepting them no matter what yeah. and my partnership. And then of course for myself. Yeah. So in breath work and my business and the values that I hold, that's what it all comes it down to, is just being able to to let myself primarily and other humans know that we're loved. Yeah. And it sounds maybe cheesy on no. a podcast, maybe buzzwordy, but, but that's it is what it all comes down to. Yeah. And I think you nailed it on the head. It's <clears throat> love is truth. And when we return back to our truth, we're returning back to our essence which is love yeah. and that's the basis of this podcast and I think we wouldn't be here right now if we hadn't been true to ourselves and started finding more love inside yeah. which yeah is cheesy to certain people who haven't experienced it amen right? that's it it sounds just like words if you haven't experienced it mm. if if you're listening right now and it sounds cheesy go do some breath work <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. that's beautiful a beautiful way to finish it um, and I just want to throw there on, I want to throw into that statement that you've just made is I can actually feel that from you. Mm -hmm. And like, it's a very, like I said, I'm not surprised that everyone want to hang out with you because you, you actually emits from you. Mm -hmm. And so it's like a natural embodiment. It's naturally in you to make people feel safe. And it's no wonder you're doing the work you're doing because it just comes naturally to feel, I feel safe. I'm like. Jeez, I've got like full mum energy over there. I just want to just keep hugging her, but tell me it's okay, you know? 
Thank you so for thank that. You. Thank you. And you feel that in me because that's what's in you. Mm. Reflection. Yeah. And thank I you. just want to say thank you. I appreciate you as a human, Luca. Thank you for the work that you're doing in the world. And thank you for inviting me to have this chat today. I yeah. really, really appreciate it. No and thanks worries. for coming over to my Christmas dinner. That was a blast. Hey, that was I appreciate beautiful. that too. Honestly, very <laughs> grateful for that. And thank you for letting me into your beautiful home here in Bali and taking the time out of your day to share this wisdom, your wisdom. And I'm, I really can't wait for people to listen to this. And I'm going to listen to it over again and just see what we missed because we might have been tuning into the next question. But it was very beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Luca. So thank you to those listening to this podcast. Um, it is with most my deepest passion to share this wisdom from Victoria with you and on this podcast, interviewing guests like Victoria, which are radical, which are inspiring and empowering, to share the message of true self-expression, of fulfillment and self-empowerment in your life into coming back home to who you truly are so for those of you listening that got something out of it or got exactly what you needed out of it I'm glad I would love for you to share this podcast with your people share it with your loved ones share it with your family and if you feel called and um, you have the time I would love you to review this podcast on Apple thank you very much and I'll see you next time Thank you so much for listening to the end. I'm incredibly grateful to share these magical lessons and experiences with you here. Please, if you can do anything right now, adopt the takeaways that our guests give you in each episode and use it in your life and share it with your loved ones because that's what matters. And remember this, Socrates once said, the secret to change is to focus all of your energy not on fighting the old, but on building the new. It's time to wake up, my friends.